Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to the World in Sport. I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, the Papua New Guinea Hunters are playoffs bound. Fiji and Vanuatu's cricketers seek promotion. And Rugby World Cup preparations move up a gear for Pacific teams. But first, Samoa's preparations for the Commonwealth Youth Games have been given the seal of approval days out from the opening ceremony. Up to 1,000 athletes from 68 countries have begun arriving in Apia and will contest nine sports from this weekend. The CEO of the Commonwealth Games Federation, David Grevenberg, is confident Samoa will host a memorable event. What an unbelievably excited and committed team. The entire island of Samoa is really just pulling together to make this just an amazing experience. And obviously, right before that, we had the All Blacks uh, Samoa rugby uh, game, uh, which was a fantastic test event (laughs) in many uh, uh, accounts for what was to come. But technically, this is the biggest event that Samoa has ever held. And they're just absolutely rolling out the red carpet for all the athletes and teams and, 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 of course, the sport officials as well. And I guess this sort of an event, I mean, the Youth Commonwealth Games is about developing, I guess, young athletes, and it also seems to be an event that you know allows smaller countries and smaller cities to uh, to host such an event. So it's very much development and opportunity for everyone. Definitely in keeping with trying to make the Commonwealth sports movement as accessible and as inclusive as we possibly can. And just exactly what you said, it's an event that smaller nations, island nations, of which two-thirds of the world's island states and small states are in the Commonwealth. One of the things that we really are trying to instill as part of this event is that it's more than just sport. Of course, we have the competition, and that is really, really important. But it is about this kind of common exchange and really nurturing great Commonwealth citizens, you know, the future sports stars of tomorrow. And if you look at some of the fantastic athletes that have come through these games, you know, we had Karate James and Chad uh, Waklos in Pune in 2008 in India. We had Jessica Ennis in Bendigo uh, years ago in 2004 uh, at 18 years of age. And so we've had a number of athletes that have made their mark at the Commonwealth Youth Games and obviously made their mark um, later on in their careers as well. David, what's been the most challenging aspect of this Apia Games and what's been the most, uh, I guess, exciting or, or part that you're looking forward to? Any first in a nation is, you know, always going to have its challenges, but it, you're equally it comes with, uh, you know, fantastic opportunities. You know, just getting a federation to be agile as well as a host to be, you know, willing and able to take on the advice and the ideas. You know, if you look at the normal logistical aspects of transport, security, and health and safety and those things, they may seem quite nominal, but they're actually incredibly important. And so it's just instilling that, you know, there's different expectations around the world and getting the right balance. And what's the legacy of this Games going to be of this? The fact that the ambition and aspiration to host this event by Samoa has been realized. From an event standpoint, there's no question that there are infrastructure aspects and venues and so forth that have been enhanced in terms of you know, new stadia and, of course, a swimming pool and so forth that will be used for world-class competition. But at the same time, you know, you have the public, the private, and the third sector of Samoa 
working together in a new and different way. That is that's quite powerful. The fact that you're going to have this realization among Samoans that we can pull these types of events off. So I think you know I think people have a much much greater appreciation for Polynesian culture, Samoan culture, but also just the real fact that Samoa is going to be a fantastic world class host. Do you actually get a chance to spend the week watching stuff, or are you going to be busy? I mean, how much time do you get to just sit there and enjoy? The competition. What I'm looking forward to doing is actually getting out and talking with a lot of these young athletes about what does it mean to be a Commonwealth athlete? What does it mean to them? And that designation and what should it mean to them? I'm really looking forward to meeting a lot of the young athletes and, of course, watching the competition and working with my team to make sure that we support the Samoan Organizing Committee to deliver a great event. That's the CEO of the Commonwealth Games Federation, David Grivenberg. The Papua New Guinea Hunters have a bye this weekend after finishing second in the Queensland Cup regular season. The Hunters thrashed Burley Bears 44-24 at the weekend to extend their unbeaten streak to 17 matches. Chief Executive Shane Morris says the club has already exceeded their pre-season aims. Our goal was 15 games to win to the year, now we 17 straight. It's um, something you don't see very often and we're very grateful for everyone that helps us and our supporters and also our sponsors. So... Last year was a good telling tact that your little things do count, so we make sure in the off-season and through the season those little, little things do matter, the one percenters that make the big things happen. So the boys, they really enjoy their company at the moment. You know, they're, they're like a very tight-knit family, so they're living together. is a big thing. It, it can have some challenges, but at the moment, the boys, they're really enjoying each other's company, and when that's happening, it shows that the boys, they stick together and they play well as a unit. Obviously, they've been one of the form sides, along with Townsville. Um, how do you feel they're going to handle that pressure of the playoffs? Because obviously, they've been able to deal with this unbeaten streak pretty well. They've managed through the Pacific Games and kept winning throughout that, but uh, obviously, this is uh, new territory. It is, you know, final series, no matter what sport you play, it is a different format, you know, you lose, you're out. So we should make sure that we do the little things right. We control the ball, we have a good kick, and keep that defence line nice and solid as it has been. And our communication is very important. So just those little things, again, those one percenters that Michael Marham and also Jason and Solomon have been speaking to the boys about, not just, you know, over last week, but over the last you know, 17 weeks, like you said. Boys, you know, they're having a bit of time off with their family, which um, everyone enjoys, so... They'll come back fresh, ready to rock and roll, and uh, Michael's got his plan to come into um, to Saturday next week. How does the uh, the top six work? One versus two. One gets the home game, and um, we have that week one off. This coming week, it's three versus six. So it's um, Ipswich Jets versus Northern Pride at Ipswich, and um, four versus five is um, Wimani Seagulls versus East Tigers at, um, at Winner Manley's home ground. So the loser of those two games are out, and the winner of those two games, they play in week two. With our game next week against Townsville, the winner of that goes straight in the grand final. And the loser of that plays um, the following week against um, the best qualifier out of three, four, five and six. OK, so uh, if you do lose to Townsville, you get one more life. Um, you've obviously beaten them twice this year, the only team to do so. Uh, quite a rivalry, you two guys have uh, already formed with only three total Queensland Cup seasons between you in many ways. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. No, it's always, you know, Christian Wolfie's a very good coach and... Um, Adrian Thompson, their manager, you know, they're, they're very good people. They've got a plan, they've got a destination too to get to. So we should make sure that we do the little things right. And, you know, our goal is to go to Townsville again and beat them there on their home ground and get into the grand finals. If uh, the Hunters win the major semi final, does the final get hosted in Papua New Guinea or do they play it in, in Queensland? Our grand final will be on the 27th of September. So it's going to be played at Suncorp Stadium. That's predetermined already. Um, and the winner of that. 
they go and play um, against New South Wales Cup champion on um, NRL Grand Final Day. A, a bit of a shame, perhaps, for the home fans that it could well be that you don't actually have any more home games. Yeah, it is. No, it's one thing. You know, we have got a great supporter base. You know, we're only as good as our fans and our supporters and our sponsors, so we're very lucky that we've got a great band of people behind the team. We've had three games in Port Moresby, but also the games we've had in Cockapoo. They're the major factor behind us winning our games up here is the support and the passion they bring to the game, and that it's infectious to the players. So it is a shame that uh, we may not have another game up here. Um, and it looks like we probably won't, but... Um, with that, well, uh, we've got a, a great supporter base in um, where we go in Australia, in Townsville, or in Brisbane, to so make sure that we do ourselves proud, and you know we'll also do the, um, our fans and our sponsors proud as well. If you do have another home game, if you do lose to Townsville, uh, will that game be in Moresby or Kokopo? And in terms of next season, you've obviously been playing more games in Moresby. Have any further decisions or thoughts been made as to how that's going to work out? If we're able to have um, a game here, we'll have it in Port Moresby if we need to play one. But in 2016, uh, we're putting plans in place. We'll get the draw. We've had a discussions with the Curio about certain aspects of the 2016 draw. We'll probably have the majority of our games in Port Moresby, but we'll, we'll do that final planning towards the end of the year about actually who we'll play and where and what ground as well in Port Moresby or in Upper New Guinea or Cockapoe. That's the PNG Hunters Chief Executive, Shane Morris. Fiji and Vanuatu begin their bids for promotion from World Cricket League 6 next week. Fiji last competed in the Cricket Leagues two years ago, finishing fourth in Division 7, which has since been scrapped. They've been drawn in Group A in Essex alongside Suriname, Botswana and Guernsey, and coach Shane Jurgensen is hoping his players can continue their recent momentum. We had a good end of year last year with the boys, making our way back in the World Cricket League, so we'd like to keep the momentum and, and have a good tournament at this uh, World Cricket League 6. We've had a pretty strong preparation and these tournaments are important. We need to continue this uh, and try and make our way back up the rankings and every other team will obviously be wanting to do that. So it's going to be a tough tournament and we don't expect any easy games at all. You've got uh, Botswana, Guernsey and uh, Suriname in your pool. Uh, What do you know about those teams? Not a lot, actually. (laughs) So, you know, it's very hard to get information about these teams. I do have a bit of a general idea of what the teams are sort of made up uh, Suriname, the team from uh, the West Indies region, so I might have an idea of what the type of bowling base they will be, and, and anyone, from, anyone from there, they're very positive players, so we've got to make sure we do our basics well and restrict runs, and they might have a strong spin bowling attack. Uh, Botswana, I think the boys played them a couple of years ago, so they might have more of an idea, and Guernsey is a, a familiar team, and, and we're sort of just trying to get as much information as possible. Much earlier in the year, you had your under-19s in action uh, here in New Zealand, and then, of course, uh, not long ago, it was the Pacific Games, but that's all uh, limited, uh, That's all sort of T20 stuff. So have they been able to get yeah. much match play? Unfortunately, we haven't been able to get too much. We've had a lot of bad weather here in Fiji. It's just rained quite consistently. The time of the year is a bit hard to get facilities for us. However, the bonus is on the other side of the fence, we've had a big group of players trained together, including some of the under-19s. Uh, for 13 weeks and the boys have done a lot of really good fitness stuff as a group. We've worked on some specific things around our skills that we know we needed to work on and as we move up the rankings and what we've got to do. And probably the best part about it is that we've basically had the whole squad together for the last 13 weeks, which has been fantastic. So that's the bonus. We've had our overseas-based players join us. We've all trained hard together and got a good good spirit going. What are the incentives for this tournament? Is it top two, am I right, in thinking that advanced to Cricket League 5? Yes, that's right. It's basically a promotion and relegation sort of style, the World Cricket League. So our goal initially is to get into the final. 
and uh, and hopefully uh, win it. So we'll go on to win the tournament. So we want to finish in the top two to, to go up and, and try and make it, as I said, make our way up the World Cricket League 5. Does that make any difference if you do well at this tournament funding-wise? Oh, yeah, any time you go up the rankings. And I think that's that's the real key at the moment. We need to get up those rankings to ensure that we continue with our funding. Uh, but I think it's also from the actual games perspective uh, of cricket in Fiji, I think it's important that we keep pushing forward, not just for the, you know, the team itself and, and all that type of thing. That's very you know centred around that. But we, we also need to do it for the game in Fiji uh, because there's certainly a lot of talented cricketers here and they pick up the game very quickly. And if we can provide another sporting option for the kids here, it's, it's a, another great option for them. So uh, and with our success of our under-19s, we're developing a nice uh, sort of bank of players now, a group of players that's creating depth. So, we, yeah, success is going to help us continue that road. Vanuatu are also competing in Essex and are in Group B alongside the Cayman Islands, Norway and Saudi Arabia. They missed out on promotion last time around and President of Vanuatu's Cricket Association, Mark Stafford, says they are confident of going one better. We came through winning World Cricket League 8, then second in World Cricket League 7 and then uh, following that, when the last iteration of World Cricket League 6 in Jersey, we, uh, we came third after losing a close one against Nigeria. The uh, preparation for the team now is, uh, has been great under our coach uh, Shane Deep and uh, the performance of our boys and the attitude of our boys is, uh, is the best I've seen. Have you had much match play at home? At home we'd, we'd play our domestic uh, calendar of course. And I've, I've got two guys that go to university in Australia, they're part of the team, both of them uh, born and raised in Vanuatu. Recently uh, we, uh, we, we won the gold medal at the Papua New Guinea Pacific Games after beating the PNG team uh, three times in the tournament. And uh, that was a really gratifying and, and a fantastic preparation for our boys and, and uh, giving them some uh, confidence and their capacity to go forward and, uh, and win matches. And of course, uh, you, as you mentioned, were a part of the last World Cricket League Six event in Jersey, finishing third. In your pool coming up, you've got Cayman Islands, Norway and Saudi Arabia. So, so how many of those teams were a part of it last time and how familiar are you with the opposition? Well, we played Norway in uh, World Cricket League 8 in Samoa about three years ago and uh, thrashed them. We have uh, Cayman Islands coming down the league, so we've never really seen them before. And, and Saudi, too, too, we haven't seen before. They qualified through with the Asia region. You know, we're confident in our own abilities, obviously, and uh, we, we are, we're happy to get play against uh, whatever's put up against us. You know, composition of the opposition, we just don't, don't know it'll be a revelation. And uh, we would uh, we would hope that you know we would be faster, fitter, and uh, and finer than the, than the other teams. Yeah, and of course, uh, coming third last time, you obviously got very close to promotion. So, um, do you go in reasonably confident of being able to take that next step this time? Yes, yes, Vinny. I think that uh, our boys our boys are improving all the time. So I can't see any reason why we shouldn't uh, improve past our opposition. And uh, in terms of the squad that you have, um, how would you compare them to the one that went to the last World Cricket League uh, event? Are they, is there much change? And are they, do you feel they're in a better position now than they were? Or The only significant change is our opening uh, batter, Damien Smith, is not available for this one. And Damien was the oldest player in our team. It adds to our capacity, our speed in the field. And we've got a couple of young guys coming up through through the ranks who will open, in the, open the batting, and uh, they have improved um, 50% or more uh, since uh, the last uh, iteration.
And uh, what what can we expect in terms of style from Vanuatu? Fast and furious. Our, our boys will be out there to, uh, to to play positive cricket with an eye on, on building big scores, restricting our opponents to uh, something a lot less than, than, than we make. Our bowlers are well practiced at containment as, as well as uh, you know breakthroughs. Top two gets promoted. Uh, there's some lack of clarity about where the World Cricket League uh, goes through the eyes of the ICC, but uh, the top two will certainly be promoted through this round. That's the president of Vanuatu Cricket, Mark Stafford. Samoa and Tonga had their first matches on UK soil as Rugby World Cup preparations continued at the weekend. Manu Samoa were beaten 27-24 by the Barbarians at the Olympic Stadium in London, with Locke Kane Thompson sent off in the first quarter of the match. Meanwhile, Tonga thrashed local club Nottingham 69-14 in their first hit-out. Ikalitahi coach Mana Otai says it was good to get the players on the park. We have had uh, a couple of weeks camp and it's part of with sort of semi-attack defence with um, a couple of clubs, London Irish and then London Scottish, and then we wanted to also take it to a natural game, which uh, Nottingham provided for us. Uh, and of course now you're here in Romania uh, for your final head-out, I guess, ahead of the World Cup, and of course... Uh, that match arranged because they are a similar style of uh, play to your first pool opponent, Georgia. So um, this is, I guess, a- another step up. Of course, another World Cup team as well. So both teams wanting to, uh, I guess, progress in their preparations. It is the, the sort of slow increase in, in uh, the type of games and what we are wanting to do for our preparation. So now is, uh, it's uh, probably the last real test. No pun intended, but it's a test match. So, uh, you know, this is the, the last hit out for the Bulls in the Christmas environment. And then, as you said, both teams are, are both quality teams. And I, I will still remember very clearly, uh, last time we were here, we were picked up by one point. So, you know, we, we take this guys very seriously. What sort of challenges are you expecting from Romania? I guess teams from that part of the world are typically very strong in the Fords and, and like to sort of keep it in there. Uh, you guys are obviously very physical yourselves. Um, is that the sort of game you're expecting? Absolutely. And um, as you said before, I mean, we are, you know, this was uh, uh, prepared and, and uh, sourced out this particular opposition um, in looking at Georgia as well. They're very, very similar. And they, um, you know, hence the reason why we want to come and test out exactly what we're going to come up against. So they're really uh, physical up, up front. They've got uh, good set pieces. And, uh, you know, uh, out of PNC, we, we're starting to uh, change perception in, in set piece for Tonga you know, making progress there and then we run up a bit of further test against the side which is also renowned for the end very similar to uh, Georgia as well. This match uh, also is uh, a little bit special as well and that it's going to be a, a fundraiser for a former Ekaletahi international, Sioni uh, Bayoma Unga, a former Ekaletahi player at the last World Cup and anything you can do to help him in a very unfortunate situation uh, is, is, is much appreciated. I imagine it'll be a special occasion for, for the team. It is. It is very, very special, and, and we couldn't ask for a better person to to play this game. Uh, you know, firstly to dedicate the game to him, um, given the talent and, and the unfortunate uh, situation that he's in. He would have been in a team. I, I can assure you that if he if it wasn't for his illness, 
because that the, the player that he is and, and showed in the last World Cup, but also the fact that uh, you know whatever fund that's raised uh, within this game is also going to help uh, towards his treatment. Uh, all Tongans are playing for Sydney always, and, you know. We also like to show it. Well, the only way we know how is to play rugby and dedicate it to him as well as hopefully we we can raise some funds for him as well. Mana, also this week you are confirmed finally that last uh, squad place, your 31st player, um, uh, another lock, uh, Willie from uh, the Newcastle Falcons. Why did you come to the decision that you did? We always get the five props that we get, and, and um, again uh, we look at it and try and identify our strengths, and also areas that we might need a little bit of backup. And it's just the numbers that we have, so we are we're comfortable with the props that we have right now. The five that we have, we only picked three locks initially, but we'd like to add another lock to it. And it, it sort of also help at training as well when we're seeing a lot of large situations. You know, it's always nice to have two sets of locks, pushing someone from the back rows into to lock nutrition and, and rightfully um, Willie has, has been playing well for us at the, at the Southern Nations Cup and you know couldn't ask for a better person to be the, the 31st member That's the Tonga rugby coach Mana Otai and that's the World in Sport for this week I'm Vinnie Wiley as always thanks very much for listening Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.